All right, here it is. We're going to go with a Caleb Dressel breakdown of his World Championship Trials 100 freestyle. First swim for him in the books. First win of the meet, 47-7 for the win. Some would say a little underwhelming, but I would say there was some secrets here. He he let some things uh, go here. He, he gave us some insights. If we're really looking, there's something to be worried about if you're a Caleb Dressel competitor. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, the little smirk at the end gave it away. He was smirking the whole time at the end, and I couldn't figure out what is he smirking about. And then when I looked at the analysis of the Olympic Games compared to the World Championships, some things appeared, and here we go. We're going to check these out. So let's first of all start with the world record splits because there may have been some talk about world records at this meet, but it wasn't going to happen here. But world record splits are this, out in 22-1 to the feet of Cesar Cielo, back in 24-7 for a 46-91. They're the splits. The Olympics, Caleb's splits are 22.39 back in 24-61. So out a little slower than Cielo, back a little bit faster than Cielo for a 47-0. Here at the World Championship Trials, the splits are 22.62 on the way down, 25.17 on the way back for a 47.7. There's some interesting things here. So um, the, the footage of the Olympics is obviously very clear, and that's where I spend a lot of my time doing some analysis of where, where Caleb's at his best, when he's at his best, and when he's competing under pressure. I mean, I think Caleb's at his best under pressure, and at this meet, it doesn't seem to be the pressure, even though Caleb's always going to have eyes on him. He's always going to have those expectations of what's he going to do, how fast is he going to be, but there's not the pressure on the pool deck of like, I'm up against, you know, my back's against the wall here. It's almost like I'm getting the sense now from watching him at Olympic trials, now World Championship trials, he's always going to leave something in the tank. And I, I think that's where he gives away some secrets here. Now, in terms of his technique, there are some differences. It looks like he's really switching up things a little bit, especially on his right side. He's always been fairly open on his left. But it seems like he's really opening up that right side a little bit, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But just um, some things that I noticed, you know, super relaxed behind the blocks as usual at the Olympics, very very similar in terms of the, the relaxation. You know, he puts one foot up on the block. He kind of has one arm on, on his leg, the other arm on his hip, and he's kind of staring down into space and kind of just setting himself and relaxing. relaxing. And, look, he did the same thing here. Um the, the way he sets up on the block is is fairly standard, right? So he has his back leg at 90 degrees. Let's pull this up here. So he has his back leg at 90 degrees. He has a very high hip. His eyes are looking down, all right? His eyes are looking straight down at his front foot. He has that back foot positioned right in the middle of the kick plate, right? So it's not at the top. It's not at the bottom. It's on, his, it's on the ball of his foot. Right, right in the middle of the kick plate. His chest then comes down close to his, his um, back leg. It's almost like laying on his back leg. He uh, locks his arms out and in. So he, he pulls in and locks those elbows in. And he has a slight pullback on the block, but he's always looking down in that neutral position and ha has a very high hip. So in terms of the setup, it's fairly standard for, for most you know, high level hundred freestylers these days, 
fairly standard setup. The thing that he does a little bit different is his execution off the block, right? He launches forward, and it's almost like he's taking a, a T-shirt off. As he comes over, he pulls his arms up and around, so it's like he's pulling off a T-shirt almost, and he launches himself into the hole. A lot of guys shoot at a hole. It's almost like he is diving into a hole. And when he hits that hole, he shoots forward. And then he carries an immense amount of speed off his entry, which is where he just crushes people, right? It's the, it's the Caleb's signature of taking that shirt off, launching, diving into a hole and carrying speed. Then here's a little bit of a subtle difference here between this is where the subtle differences start all night, okay, between the Olympics and the World Championship Trials. He's a little bit off everywhere. And I'm, I'm going to say why at the end, but he's a little bit off everywhere. And, and it starts with his kicks. He's not as efficient. He's not catching as much water on his feet. He still does six kicks underwater from what I could count. Now, I'm, I didn't get the underwater view. I had the above water view on both occasions at the Olympics and tonight. And it looked like to me it was about a six kick count before he hits that breakout stroke. And, um, and that's important, but the six kicks seemed to go a little bit further at the Olympics. He was holding a little bit more water than he was tonight. He gets up and going and he gets straight into his breathing pattern. He doesn't wait. He doesn't take a cycle out of the, out of the breakout. He gets straight into the breathing pattern on his right. And he did the same thing tonight. Now the difference here between the Olympics and what he's doing now is like I said, he's opening up a lot more. He's always pretty open on this left side here. Like it comes up and over. And they actually did a pretty good front-on view, I think, for a split second tonight at the World Championship Trials. And you could really see him opening up this right side and coming a lot higher over the top. From what I could tell in the past, he had a tendency to drag this right shoulder a little bit, and it stayed a little, a little flatter. Now, it was still fairly open. It wasn't a, a full bend. It was fairly open, but it stayed a lot flatter. Now it seems like he's opening up and coming over the top more. He seems like he's trying to hold more water, trying to open up that stroke. It's a little bit more like a Fred Bousquet type technique now to me. There's still a slight imbalance. It doesn't. One doesn't look like the other in terms of the side, and that probably has a lot to do with the fact that he's breathing to one side the whole time as well. Now he does breathe the whole way down and he does breathe the whole way back uh, apart from the end. And we'll talk about the end in a minute, but he, uh, he, he sets his rhythm from his legs. He's got a thunderous kick. I mean, a thumping thunderous kick, but it's not out of sync with his arms. He's got a good rhythm up front. And he, he launches his head on his breath. Instead of pulling up, he launches his head forward and to the side and everything goes in the forward direction. He stays flat on his breath. He hits it to the side. He drives his forehead forward, right? Right here, drives it forward, stays flat, stays in that line very well. But like I said, coming over much higher on that right side than he ever has before, which I think is a slight change in his technique. Now... If we're comparing what he's doing along the way, like I said, the comparisons are that he's a little bit slower in every stop. And so I, I tried to time some of it by hand. 
and I took some times off the uh, the, the scoreboards, obviously, uh, for the big ones. But the, the hand times were basically at the 15-meter mark. You know, at the Olympics, he's five flat. Maybe here, he's five one. Wasn't a massive difference, but maybe a slight difference by a tenth. Um, he was 0.66 off the blocks, his reaction time at the Olympic Games. I didn't get the reaction tonight. Maybe we can look at that, but probably about the same. Always pretty good off the blocks in terms of reaction. Slightly slower at the 15, like I said. At the 25-meter mark, again, I couldn't get an accurate split. At the Olympic Games, I had him at about 9.5. Here, I had him at about 9.6, so fairly close, but but a little bit off. You know, this is where it's coming, and going into the turn now, you know, he's, he's keeping that rhythm. He's keeping that high stroke. He's keeping that, um, that, that set tempo, that flow that he's got. He, he just manages that well. He doesn't, he, he doesn't set his tempo off what other people are doing. He's in his own rhythm. He's in his own tempo. So he's going at his own pace. He's going off his own rhythm and, and he's ahead of the pack usually. And, and it was the same tonight. Now, at the Olympics, like I said, he flips in 22-3. One of the things that is slightly interesting to me, he rises up on his turn a little bit and dives, shoots down into it. And what I can tell from that is as he comes off, because he goes up, he naturally comes down. He digs down into his underwaters a little bit. So it's, it's like he's coming off at an angle, digging down into his underwaters. Now, on the turn here, it was different. So like I said, he was out in 22 39 at the Olympics here is out in 22.6 so about about two tenths difference um, not massive really but but enough to say that he he's out a little bit slower for sure um, but but I felt like there was a difference here now he comes off his wall and at the Olympic Games I counted six kicks tonight I counted eight kicks why does that matter he stays under a little bit longer um, maybe a little bit more oxygen debt. He's not carrying as much water on his feet. He's probably using a little bit more energy um, and he's not being as efficient. Now, um, from the 50 to the 75, again, these are hand times, so I'm not sure exactly how accurate, but fairly accurate. He was 11.2 at the Olympics. Tonight, he's 11.6, so about a 0.4 difference there. Even though he's staying underwater longer, kicking a little bit further, He's actually about 0.4 difference between the Olympics and tonight. And now I guess after the 75 is where we see most of the major change. He actually at the Olympic Games right at the 15 meter mark, it's almost like he knew exactly where it was. He stuck his head down and he attacks the wall and he goes into a little bit of a higher tempo, shorter rhythm, shorter rate, and, and he digs in at the Olympics, 15 meters out, no breath, head down, shooting for the win. Here tonight, he goes three cycles past the 15 meter mark. So he takes one breath, two breaths, three breaths, and now we're probably somewhere about the eight or nine meter mark, and he decides to stick his head down and attack the finish. Now, big difference there. So a little bit further out, maybe he was in more oxygen debt, maybe he didn't feel as stressed or maybe the importance isn't there, or maybe he just wanted to leave something in the tank. Um, maybe this is where the smirking comes in. Maybe he realized, for me, this is what I think. I think he's not fully rested and um, fully, you know, not prepared. Prepared is not the right word, but 
fully rested for an all-out attack assault on being the fastest swimmer that he could possibly be and breaking that world record. I think he's got a lot in the tank. Um, and it showed at every point of the race where he was a little bit off the whole way. Nothing major anywhere. Skill level, like I said, maybe at the, the last 15, he's holding his breath uh, or he's breathing a little bit longer tonight than he would at the Olympics when he when he's fighting for that Olympic win. But there's more here. There's a lot more in the tank. He's 0.2 slower at the first 50 than the Olympics. He's 0.5 slower. And what that tells me, when you're slower on that second 50 by a larger margin than the first 50, right, that's what rest does. Rest helps you finish your races better. And if he's 0.5 slower tonight than he was at the Olympics, that's a massive difference right there. I mean, 0.5 for Caleb Dressel is probably half to three quarters of a body length different on the second 50. So he is unrested fully. I'm not sure what that means for him. Does that mean he got a week's rest? Does that mean he got two weeks rest? Is he normally a four-week rester? Is he normally a six-week rester? I'm not sure, but Caleb Dressel is not fully rested. He's got a smirk on his face at the end of the race. He knows it. He's 0.7 slower than he was at the Olympic Games. Little little increments here and there all added up to that 0.7, but I think he knows with um, more rest, the ability to go out a little bit faster, come home a lot stronger when he has that rest, and stick his head down a little bit earlier, I think he's got a lot up his sleeve. And uh, we're going to see some really interesting stuff from Caleb at the World Championships. We're not going to see it here. This is not going to be his best meet in terms of flat times. He's not going to break the world record in any event, not the 100 fly, not the 50 free. He's waiting for the big show. Caleb's a player on the highest stage, and I'd be really worried if I was a competitor of his because he's got a lot up his sleeve. So really good stuff. A little bit of a change in technique. I think it's for the best in the end. I think if he sticks with it, ultimately it's going to be better for him by getting that shoulder up and out of the water, by keeping that flow, by keeping that length. He looks longer, and when he's rested, he will drop the hammer, and I'm excited about it. Um that's my analysis. I hope we uh, answered some questions. I hope we got some stuff right. I hope he watches this and and he's happy with my analysis. I think I got most of it right, but uh, appreciate you watching. We're about the 15-minute mark, and there's the Caleb Dressel analysis. Cheers.